Hey everybody, welcome back to Letterman Row. I'm Austin Ward. That is Spencer Holbrook. We are talking about the potential of a Big Ten Ohio State football returning in October. We had talked about that uh, earlier in the week, potentially being back on the table after a conversation with uh, the President of the United States and Commissioner Kevin Warren, uh, an unlikely pairing if ever there was one, uh, trying to get uh, some of these rapid, new, cheaper, saliva-based testing uh, kits available to the Big Ten to help if, to see if they could play uh, earlier than January or earlier than Thanksgiving. Uh, there have been reports uh, elsewhere, starting uh, with Bucknuts 247, that, that a vote could happen as early as Friday at Letterman Row. Uh, we have been told that no vote has currently been scheduled. Um, it would be great, Spencer, if it did happen by Friday, because if you're trying to play by this targeted date of October 10th, which again, is just one option on the table, uh, you need to start training camp probably next week. Yeah, you should start Monday. I, I think that would be the most logical thing is to, to vote and then start, well, I guess Tuesday right after Labor Day. Um, if coaches care about Labor Day, I don't think they do. <laughs> but uh, I think that this would make the most sense. If you vote sometime in the next week from now, Thursday around noon, if you vote sometime in the next week, you can get the October 10th date off the ground. Now, that is if you vote yes to play football, but and that's a big if because I was trying to go through eight or nine schools that would vote yes, and I think it's a little more difficult than people think. Uh, but, yeah, I, there's a chance. And, you know, like you said, the offense is back on the field for Ohio State getting, getting ready to, uh, to play college football. Yeah, it, it is hard, and I think that there's this – I think it's a misguided belief that every athletic director and every coach, we know that the presidents are separate and they may have different ideas. Of course they did. That was an 11 to three vote the first time around. Um, and there are schools that have probably changed their mind along with uh, Ohio state, Nebraska and Iowa sort of exerting their will and, and trying to get everybody on board. But the problem with this league right now is that they continue to work uh, with a bunch of competing agendas. And I don't mean that as a negative way because every school is always going to have their own goal. Ohio State and Rutgers are not the same. They don't, they don't try to achieve these, you know, the same goal every year. I think that's just, a, that's just a fact, okay? So when if you have this belief that 14 athletic directors and 14 football coaches, because I know for a fact that there are some around the league, you can just look and see the, the public statements that they have or have not made. There are some coaches – who have some hesitancy about playing on October 10th. That's, that's just a fact of life. It is not entire football programs that are pushing and begging for October 10th. So getting to this threshold of eight, nine, uh, or more programs voting for yes, that's not a sure thing. And, uh, you know, I think that that might be why it would be better if you had a couple more days and maybe took it in to early next week, because really this, this date Spencer has only been on, a viable potentially option for them since Tuesday morning. So they haven't had a ton of time to actually uh, debate and, and really change minds. Yeah. And it's gotta be nine. So I just did the math on my phone. It's gotta be nine would be 64%. Okay. Right. Eight would be 57. All right. So if you get eight, that right. would almost be crushing. So uh, even more crushing, but if you can get to nine, I mean, I was going through the schools. I think more time would be wise. I think if you could – maybe if you could target a day in one week, I think you could still get a schedule in that you could be included in the college football playoff. But I think that extra week would be, would be useful. Get these presidents together. Because if you go into a room and you, just, and you talk and then you vote, 
you're basically talking for, you know, a couple hours and then saying, okay, what does everybody think? Whereas, you know, the president of Ohio State could be thinking one thing, the president of I, Rutgers could be thinking another thing. They could talk it out and say, hey, why do you think this way? You know, and, and challenge each other's narratives and challenge the beliefs. And, and I think that would create a better chance for this to go through. Whereas if you just get together in the next three or four days and vote, I think everybody's still going to be on their set ways. And I think you're going to, it's going to lead to a, a split vote. That's not in the favor of playing the fall, which I mean, the president's already talking about playing in November. If you're, if you're willing to, to hang your hat on a November schedule, you better be willing to hang your hat on an October schedule. I think that's been one of the big frustrations for us in the media trying to explain how and why the votes are going down. We don't have any guidance from the, the big 10 leadership. Um, you know, that's, that's trickled down to Justin Fields and his petition uh, the football parents at Ohio State, there are two uh, demonstrations, one in Chicago and one at the Horseshoe. Uh, coaching staffs as well have felt like they've largely operated in the dark at times. So you, it's hard to – the question always is being asked, and, I, and it's been asked of me from many of those people in that situation. How can you be – first of all, it was January to November. Well, if you're okay with January, then you must be okay with Thanksgiving because uh, then you have that whole first month and maybe a couple weeks after that into January – with a de facto bubble, then the conversation became, well, then you'd still have to practice when students are on campus in November to play by that 26th date. So how does that make it any different than playing a game in November and practicing in October? And there haven't been clear answers to that. Uh, you know, I, I get it why some people say you're either going to play in the fall or you're not going to play at all. I think, you know, at, at one point that was sort of the way I thought my thinking on this has changed completely. And I, I if you think that they could play in January, the complications and the expense of that are exorbitant with all 14 teams having to travel compared to just playing uh, on in campus sites with maybe no fans in October. So I, I think now that you've got to the point that lawsuits are happening, and I know that you've been following what's happened in, in Lincoln and, and with the Nebraska players uh, closely for the last couple of weeks, you know that your vote is going to be scrutinized you know that at some point the FOIAs and the lawsuits are going to reveal information about how you voted. So you're going to have to explain this at some point. And so if you're against October 10th, you better have a good reason uh, why you might be in favor of November or January. And, and I just, I don't know what that would be. Well, and like, you know, the big thing that, that the president's decided on was because of myocarditis. Myocarditis is going away in November and January. If we're trying to eradicate that along with COVID, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. You're never playing football again. And so I think that's something that they need to really consider. Uh, you know, this is kind of a plea for football because we want it so bad, but you really need to consider, is it going away? And it's not. And I think that's the big thing. The other thing I'll say about this vote, if, if it happens in the next week or so, you know, like everybody thinks, okay, Penn State will vote yes this time. Michigan will vote yes this time. Michigan State, hold your horses. Like Michigan's president is a – you know, an epidemiologist or whatever. I'm not a doctor. Yeah. However you say that, uh, right. you know, that's, I'm almost penciling Michigan in as a no vote regardless yeah. of what new revelations come out just because of, of who's making the call. And so this vote is not near as easy of a push through as everyone thinks it is. Obviously coaches, obviously athletic directors want to play. It's still, I'm, I was pretty optimistic at the beginning of this week as the week's I'm still starting to think, you know, let, let's pump the brakes. I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer. I think I'm taking your position on that. But, uh, 
you know, I, I'm taking the position of everybody's going to scrutinize me for, for pumping the brakes, but I think that's what we need to do. Well, Hey, look, a, a dose of, of realism uh, is needed. I think in a lot of these circumstances, just, and just because there is a push towards a vote uh, and you made this point very, very clear is no means a guarantee that it will go through. If we're talking about Michigan specifically, uh, and Jim Harbaugh has been very vocal about the safety of his players, just the same way that Ryan Day has. But um, it, it's clear that even within that one institution, that there's a disagreement between the, the president and the football program. So now I think that's why when we expand this to the big picture and you're talking about 14 presidents or chancellors, 14 athletic directors, and 14 football programs, there's never going to be uh, a universal agreement on what needs to happen. Um, the Big Ten has for uh, decades been able to present themselves as a unified front, but this has been that real split where the fracture in power programs and the others that aren't really pulling any weight in terms of television deals or attendance or success on the field, this is the first time that it's truly spilled out into the light. And everybody has asked, well, does, can't, can't Ohio State just exert their will? They believe that, that there's – significant value in remaining in the Big Ten. They're not asking for their vote to count more than other 14. But if they suggest and tell, uh, I don't know, Rutgers that you need to get on the field and, and maybe here's, you know, extra television money or if you can't play uh, because you don't have the, the proper protocol or the financial resources, you can sit out and you'll, and you'll still be paid uh, some of the broadcast deal. And, and that's why I say that my part is maybe they needed longer than three days before going to the table to vote. Again, I don't know. Uh, Letterman Road doesn't know if it, when it will be scheduled or what is uh, directly happening. That again, that report uh, from Bucknuts, not questioning it, saying it's wrong at all, but that was that the vote could happen as early as Friday. This is a big decision. And Spencer, they can't get it wrong again because they completely botched it last month. Yeah. I, you hit the nail on the head. And, and the other thing I'll say about this is, I think, and this is, you know, something that should happen but would never happen, if a, if a president or a program is adamant, no matter what the vote is, we do not want to play, abstain. Because you can just sit out the season. And then the teams who are willing to say, okay, if the vote passes through, then we will play, that's who should count as the vote. But for these programs that don't want to play under these circumstances, just abstain and don't I'm vote. Out. Opt out. Uh, just, just opt out as a program, and then you get 60% of the 12 teams or 60% of the 10 teams that want to play have to vote yes because it, it's completely unfair, and life isn't fair, votes aren't fair. It's completely unfair for the Ohio States and the Nebraskas and the Iowas of the world to have to sit back and know right off the bat that Rutgers does not want to play a season. I'm not saying they do, they do or don't. I don't know because I don't follow Rutgers because they're irrelevant. But, like, if, if, if Rutgers is one of those programs or any program, Maryland, even Michigan, if they say no matter what, we're not going to play under these circumstances, just abstain. That's not going to happen. But that's, that's ultimately the way that it should work. And the only other thing that should happen is the Big Ten needs to find a way to be more like the Big 12 in one area – the Big 12 is what Texas and Oklahoma say carries weight. Yeah. What Ohio State and Nebraska right now, I think it's not Michigan, it's not Penn State. What Ohio State and Nebraska say right now, 
and and that's just how it should be. This vote's going to be really interesting, and I think it's going to determine a lot for the future of the Big Ten. Yeah, it, it's crazy that it's come to this. Um, you know, Ohio State was supposed to play at Illinois on Thursday night, open the season, just a few hours from right now when we're recording this. And that's the part that I have the hardest hang-up with. I don't want to dive into it anymore, but um, it was an artificial, unnecessary deadline to try and play on September 3rd. Uh, the fact that they they put themselves in a position where they had to rush to a decision where they had to say, oh, wait, we're not ready to go into full pads on that first weekend of August after they released the schedule, uh, and then rush that decision two days later after that call on that fateful Sunday night. As long If they had delayed from the start, you could have kept them out of pads for the entire month of August. You could have been in this exact same situation we are right now without having to deal uh, with any of the political blowback, without any of the petitions, with the lawsuits, um, you know, any of that stuff. We've said it every single time that we've been on here, Spencer. Delay was such an easy call. They did not have to play on September 3rd. Um, and the situation changed dramatically since then. That's the one part I just – I they did this to themselves, and it was so unnecessary. Yeah, you just – it. they just keep taking shots, and the shots keep landing right in their foot. Like the Big Ten just continuously shoots themselves in the foot. They've taken so many trips to the ER this month. It's been <laughs> – like – Delay was easy. Scheduling games starting September 26th or October 3rd was easy. And, and they decided that doing the right thing or the easy thing here to delay was just too much. They couldn't handle it. And that's also another reason why it's skeptical to think they'll do what's, what's a good thing here or do what's right here because this league has shown that they're willing to botch anything and everything they do throughout this. And, you know, to vote, This is another can of worms, but I'll just make it quick. Like, vote for a November start to basketball and allow them to start practicing next month, but vote no on football in October is, like, I don't even know what to say. Like, that that's where I'll end it. Yeah, uh, nonsense has been the order of the day around the Big Ten for the last month, but we're trying our best to sort through it. Uh, we can. Our roles have reversed a little bit. I finally have some optimism that there might be football. Spencer's trying to splash a little cold water on my face. We're flipping it around. But who knows where it'll be tomorrow because, you know, the, the, the point is that you have to look at this rationally. Uh, and, I, you know, we can see how this could go several different ways. Uh, but the Big Ten has that option. Uh, October 10th is going to be on the table. Don't know specifically when. We're going to get as much information as we can. Uh, to report that on Letterman Row and give you the most accurate, uh, up-to-date analysis that we can on Ohio State and Big Ten football. That's Spencer Holbrook. I am Austin Ward. Stay with us at LettermanRow.com.